Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have an interview for you guys um, with an old friend of mine. She is actually a previous client of mine from my first business, which is funny because uh, last week's episode was also with a previous client of mine, but it kind of just goes to show you that even before you're on the path of awakening or entrepreneurship or just becoming a conscious creator of your life, the universe lines you up with those people even when you don't know it. So Um, Her name is Jana. She is a metaphysical energy healer, a meditation instructor, and a psychic reader. And Jana is someone who I have worked with in the past to just sort of overcome some of my own blocks. And what I loved about our episode today was really kind of diving into more of the metaphysical, spiritual side of things. I know, obviously, I talk a lot about mindset on this podcast, and we do touch on that a little bit. But Jana is more about clearing your energies. And uh, we talk a bit about an experience that I had with her, which I actually made an episode on last year. It was called Resisting the Woo, in which I had a very physical reaction to one of her energy healing sessions that she did with me. So we kind of dive into what happened there and just embracing the you know more divine side of yourself and bringing it forth in your business, how to let go of some of the things that are holding you back. Um, the other thing that we did today was do a card reading for me on the topic of the fear of rejection. And this is something that I'm just sort of opening up uh, in some of my Facebook groups and places like that. I've been talking a little bit more about some of the personal stuff that I'm working through um, because I feel that I've done a lot of intentional mindset work in my business and I'm feeling very good, very aligned, very confident. Um, But in my personal life, I've sort of just kind of pushed it to the back burner for the last couple of years, especially. So that's really coming up for me now. And I'm also seeing how sort of putting that side of myself on the back burner, if you will, is now holding myself back in terms of what I'm capable of in my business or it is putting a lid on my success. So Jana kind of walks me through that. So I just sort of loved, you know, opening up about that part of my life with you guys and having Jana there to kind of help me through it. So if you guys want to connect with Jana, I've put all of her links in the show notes. She does do some online card readings, things like that. She's someone I absolutely recommend following on social media. So without further ado, here's my interview with energy healer and entrepreneur, Jana Stern. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast, where hustle is out and alignment is in. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for the modern entrepreneur, and I'm here to share with you how to grow your business from the inside out. You can achieve even your biggest business goals quickly by learning to align your thoughts, actions, and energy with that which you wish to see manifest. There's literally nothing you cannot do, be, have, or achieve, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Jana. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> this is a cool kind of like full circle moment for me because you were one of my like first clients in my first business, I yes. think. How did yeah. you find me initially? I want to say that you walked into Mendo. No, I think one of my clients might have walked into the store where You're you were You're correct. Uh, yeah. 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 And okay. I think I even remember who it was. Yeah. And uh, and then your mom became like one of my favorite clients every like two <laughs> weeks on the dot every single uh, she was just the best. She was um devout to the religion of Lauren's lashes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually Lore's lashes at I'm the sorry. time. You're no, right. no, no, it's okay. On, on Instagram I was Lore's lashes yeah. and everyone thought it was Laura, so then people would come in anyways. Um I feel I don't talk about that business that much and I feel like people might be sort of like interested just to hear more about like that was such a big part of my life for such a long time. Yeah. But um yeah, so like it's cool because you were always really into all the, you know, spirituality attraction stuff. Yeah. And I remember when I had my like 
quote unquote spiritual awakening. You were one of the first people that I <laughs> that I went to. I don't remember if you remember. I remember that day so well. You were in Starbucks. You were like, I had my spiritual awakening in Starbucks. I was like, of course you did. <laughs> significant events in my life happened in Starbucks so no you came in for lashes and I was like so I've had a bit of like a spiritual awakening but at the time like I didn't know what it was I didn't get it it didn't make any sense to me but I was just like Janice like like literally did not even understand what spirituality was before that to be completely Mm -hmm. honest I was Mm -hmm. like Jana's always talking about like crystals and stuff. Like she might be someone to talk to. Like I just was so, it's actually crazy to me looking back at that now. Um, And I also have memories of like getting really deep into sort of the metaphysical stuff in the first couple of months and having moments where I was like convinced that I was like about to be vacuumed out of the universe. That's like a story I've never told on here before. It sounds really crazy, but like basically just getting to a point where I felt so, um, I don't know, like, like existential yeah exactly where I was like I called you and I was like Jenna like are you real are you real right now am I real yeah and you were like I don't know Lauren like I think so and I was like that doesn't help um (laughs) I feel like I'll need to do an episode on that but anyways so it's just really so fun to have you here and I want to ask you to tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do as a healer and entrepreneur cool so um I'm Jenna Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah you know I I'm an energy healer which has an infinite number of meanings, I think. But um, for me, what it means is that I help people to move through whatever it is that they're dealing with um, in terms of their energy and what they're coping with in terms of their stories, their, their, you know, the things that hold us back the most. Um, You know, I'm I'm a big believer in self-love and in the necessity of practicing with yourself how to love yourself in order to raise your consciousness Mm. and connect more with your highest Uh, most of oneself right and so you know it my my practice came from my own darkness you know having struggled with an eating disorder and a number of different mental health uh uh diagnoses and taking myself on finding the path of healing and having the healing that I received make such a huge impact on me that I was like I gotta give this to other people if someone asked you like what do you mean by healing what would you say um, basically I, I, I say, you know, what I do is I help to bring light into your, into your body mm. so that everything the darkness, correct. So right. that everything feels a lot lighter. Right. Um, and, and becomes, you know, a lot of what my own specific magic is, um, is, is a multitude of things, but everything from like being able to hear crystals, being able to hear spirit and sort of feel energy. I often can sort of know when a friend or a stranger is suffering and kind of where their suffering is stemming from. So I often say like I act as as a mirror, but the nice thing about my reflection is that I can often when looking at you feel where the darkness right. is, pull it out and right. bring it to the light. That's sort of your intuition. Yeah. Side of things or yeah. like your your sort of divine downloads what I say is like all of us who are doing any kind of conscious work yeah. in any capacity yeah. have things that come to us, especially when we're talking to other people, yes. but it's like it's coming through us for that person. Correct. Right? Correct. So I, whenever I'm channeling in that way, um, you know, I often sort of, my eyes go to one side and you can kind of see me sort of space out. Right. Um, and that's me sort of channeling, right. listening and, and downloading whatever mm. it is. Um, so that's, you know, I, I learned long ago how to listen to that voice and in learning to listen to that voice I was able to step into my power be able to become this person as a 
full-time profession as a right. full-time career um, and become an entrepreneur who, yeah. who who does this for a living yeah um, and you know as 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 crazy as it seems I feel like the ability to get to do this only comes from being able be, be having not done it right you know what I mean what do you mean not having not done it? Um, lived a life where I didn't oh, ever I trust see. my intuition right, or do right. any of the things that were good for my highest self, you know, abusing myself and right. purging yeah. and binging and, you know, doing all the things that I knew weren't good for me, but doing them anyway. Right. Um, and so learning how, like, oh, those are not good things. Maybe I should do the things that are good things. It's interesting to hear you say that because I often say to you clients and just people on this podcast that, especially if you're a coach, because a lot of people who listen to me are coaches yeah. um, or some capacity of that. Sure. It's through your struggle that you're able to help people. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. when I started my business, I was like, I'm just going to be successful real quick. And like, thank God that I was <laughs> that I wasn't. I wouldn't be very good at helping people yes. if I didn't know what it was like to struggle. Yes. Right. And so you're sort of describing that from just a very different angle. Yeah. You went through a lot of darkness to now be the light for other people. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. And and I think exactly that. You know, I, I really got to know my darkness quite well. My yeah. darkness and I were very good friends. I spent a lot of months in very deep depression and and just in the darkness. Yeah. Uh, with myself and and then was able to understand from other people's perspective what their darknesses feel like. Mm-hmm. There aren't a lot of people that suffer that whose suffering I can't on some level. Uh, empathize with Mm. so that that helps as a healer yeah so who do you predominantly work with um and what are some of the specific things that people come to you for help with um a little bit of everything okay um I have some clients who you know have they've got kind of picture perfect lives you know on the on the surface um but there are you know each one of us is dealing with something oh yeah um, you know, whether it's that we were, you know, abused as a child or that we were in a bad relationship or that we, you know, were in some kind of terrible accident or, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the people who come to find me, I mean, I do, I do work a lot with women because women tend to be more open to this type of work. Um, just because they're so used to feeling things that when feelings come up, they're like, I want to feel other feelings that feel good. Yeah. Um, whereas men are still only learning how to feel their feelings. Um, but I, I, I do work, um, you know, a lot with, with people who are just really, truly trying to move through whatever it is. I, you know, the, the main kind of client that I attract are people who are willing to do the work, right? The people who are like, like yourself, who Mm -hmm. are like, okay, shit's got to shift. Yeah. What do I have to do? I'm ready. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, you know, let me take myself on. And so those are the kinds of people that I really, that find me most. Oh, interesting. Cause, yeah. cause when I asked that question, it was more like, who are the type of people? And what you're saying is like, it's not the type, Humans. it's where they're at. Right. Correct. Human beings, it's where they're at emotionally <laughs> yes. that has them find me. Oh, Correct. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what we're going to go into like some details about, cause you've worked on me and I've had yes. some very interesting experiences yeah. that I've shared about on the podcast before. And we're going to dive into that a little bit. Cool. And at the end, we're actually going to have Jana kind of help me through some of my old stories that I think yeah. will resonate with the audience. Cool. Um, but what are some of the specific tools, practices, techniques that you mm. use to help people let go of what they're wanting to move on from? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that yeah. I do. The piece de resistance that I always say that I, I do is the life activation. And we'll talk about that a yeah. little bit more because you perceive one. And that was when you had your really profound experience, <laughs> uh, so like to say the least. Um, but so I also do aura healing. So our aura is something that every single one of us have. And it's what, you know picks up on the energy around us and protects us from the energies outside of ourselves. And the aura is like the energy that we're, we're radiating. Yes. Correct. Correct. 
And so our auras are, are, are something that, that are surrounding us all the time. And from engaging in a number of different behaviors, um, we can really put a lot of holes in our aura. When we have holes in our aura, then any old darkness can seep in. So um, if you Mm. smoke cigarettes or do drugs or of any sort, if you drink, if you pretty much engage in any human behavior, um, (laughs) then we do, we put holes in our aura and that makes us susceptible to fear and darkness and worry and things of that nature. So aura healings are really, really nice to sort of clear that up. And it can take up to three sessions depending on the kind of lifestyle that you live. Um, I do something called crystal readings where we access your Akashic records uh, using twin crystals from the same mind. So your Akashic records are like the book of life. That's, you know, when people say, uh, you know, they had a near death experience and they saw their life flash before their eyes. That's you accessing your Akashic records and hmm. viewing your whole wow. experience. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Um, and it's cool that, you know, lo- we, we all can ask, access that, that information um, in our Akashic records. And it's, it's a cool one to be able to offer to people. Um, I also do crystal healings. Um, crystals, like I said, you know, they've spoken to me since I was very, very, very little girl. I've always been around them. My grandfather <laughs> had a uh, oil rig company, a mining company, and so they would uncover all these crystals. So a lot of the ones that you see in my home yeah. come from that. Yeah. Um, and so I've always sort of been around them. Yeah. And what's interesting is like the reason I'm so glad to have you, well, many reasons, but yes. one of the reasons I'm so glad to have you on the podcast is like, you and I are like polar opposites in this regard, but yes. like we're both <laughs> very like conscious and spiritual, yes. but like I do not own crystals. Yes. I don't have like the other day I bought Palo Santo because I like the way it smells. Like that's literally the reason. <laughs> like, and I think that all of it has a lot of merit. It's just like not the thing that I'm identifying sure. with right It's funny. Now. I was thinking about it the other day and I think that you are my most devout non-believer. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean by that? I mean that you... Um, you are so, uh, set in your not believing. <laughs> it's but- not that I don't believe. It's that I'm just like, uh, to, okay, well, maybe I don't believe a little bit because what, to me, what it represents is like, I almost see everything in life as a placebo, like sure. even like the healthy food and yep. even the, it's like the way that we think it is going to affect us is in fact the way that it affects us. Absolutely. And, and I'm not saying that that's maybe not, maybe like some of sure. these things do have their own energy and things like that. It's just like, at this point for me, I'm just like, I know I could- for a fact <laughs> that as soon as something <laughs> profound happens, like with, with something in those, in, in those worlds, like as soon yeah. as a crystal finds you when you're not looking for one and it just shows up on your doorstep, which it literally happens. You'll be like, Oh my God, I totally believe in crystals. Right, right. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And you know, like most people, it's sort of like, if you can't wrap your third dimensional mind around it, yeah. then how can you possibly believe in the mysticism of it? I think that's what it is, is I, for such a long time, viewed like law of attraction as just this sort of like, like thing that we could use, mm-hmm. right? Not mm-hmm. like, I've, I've just honestly in the last six months really started to embrace like the divine, right? Like, like the right. universe's how, plan. How's, how's it affecting Really, really well. It's going excellent. <laughs> Don't say. I just like more than anything have embraced trust. And that yes. only came from having that shift of like, this is not just this like energy field that we can use. Right. It's like something that has a bigger plan for us. Absolutely. But like, I mean, in this, the episode that I did with you was called resisting the woo. And that's like still there for me oh. where like growing up all 
all my life. It's like, it's not that we were closed off to it. It just was not part of my life at all. And uh-huh. I was such in the mindset of just like, everything kind of just happens accidentally and you either get lucky in life or you don't. And I just like rule, I was actually, I would tell people that I was a realist, quote unquote, because uh-huh. I just so didn't believe in any mm-hmm. of it. So anyway, so it's like, I'm making progress, <laughs> but there's still this like resistance. <laughs> One of my best friends has this like Mandela that he paid like $200 for and he wears it around his neck and all my other friends are like, wow, I can like really feel the energy. And I'm, I'm like, certain that you mean Mala, not Mandela. Maybe. Okay. I feel like he might call it a Mandela. He's like kind of getting into it too, sure. but, but he's really into all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm at, all my friends are like, wow, I can really, <laughs> this is, it is probably called a Mala. I wonder if he called it a Mandela and I... Maybe he didn't. Maybe I just made it's that fun. up. Anyways. I, I only know because I make them. Go on. Oh, okay. Anyways, so all my friends are like like just so impressed with this. Yes. And I'm like, guys, it's a piece of metal on a string. Like <laughs> I just like literally. It's amazing. It's excellent. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't mean to like interrupt you there, but no, I no, do no, actually good. I and I am being like so much more open to all this kind of stuff. Yes. And so then I come to like we're sitting in Jana's place right now and it is just like the picture of like spiritual being. Like <laughs> She's like, should I turn off the binaural beats before we start this? I'm like, yes. I want people to hear us, like not the music in the background. That's literally what happened. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, the thing is that I, I learned a long time ago to embrace these gifts, right? Yeah. And, and that the voices in my head were maybe not even my own crazy. Maybe they were spirit right. and, and crystals. And as soon as I opened myself up to that, I was like, Oh, I'm not crazy. I'm just like totally gifted. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And and so it changed so much. And so yeah, like of course there was a time in my life where yeah, you know, people would would bring this kind of woo-woo stuff to me and I'd be like, "Oh, that's fucking bullshit." Like <laughs> there's no way that that will change your life. Um and as soon as I allowed for it, yes. as soon as I trusted it, it was like okay this is what it is this is what it is you know and so slowly slowly I opened and opened and opened and then all of a sudden it was like I was living in this world where yeah I mean when you look around everything in my home is crystals and handmade (laughs) art and (laughs) you know things of that nature which you know really are just channels for me connections for me to my highest self well and I gotta say like the more I do embrace this and for me it's like baby steps into it where like right now my big thing is trust and like a friend of mine and I like embraced what we're calling open October where Mm -hmm. like I I had a whole plan of what I was gonna launch in October and I just ditched it because I was like I would just rather live in flow and like have things be easy Mm -hmm. and uh anyway so it's like the more I step into that like what you're calling like mysticism or just yeah divine plan and magic like the more fun life begets where uh, sorry life becomes yes where uh, just like the most magical things happen on a yeah. day-to-day basis yeah. that are just so and it's in those moments that things are like truly truly abundant so yeah, yeah. I don't know I'll give it another like year maybe I'll come to you and be like okay Jana like take me crystal shopping what do I need I, <laughs> show me the malas I or like the... I can't wait I can't wait <laughs> Um, it will of course inevitably (laughs) it will you're on the path and so it will um and and that's kind of you know the 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 beauty of of what I of of what I do so yeah you know as I was saying I I do crystal healings um and they often move a lot of energy for people yeah um because crystals really do hold a lot of space I mean the 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 
physics of how crystals work is like, I mean, imagine if you suffered that kind of pressure under the earth for millions right. of years and then came out that beautiful mm, wound. You also have something to do. That's note. an interesting way. Of, see, I can like get on board with that for some reason. <laughs> some real like, shit though. Science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and they, they really do hold different energies. And as somebody who can hear them, um, you know, crystals, they are quite bossy. They tell you where do they want to go and which friends they're going to hmm. stick with and what grids to set and all the things. And I, I teach, um, I, I teach lots of different, uh, workshops. And one of the workshops I teach is on crystals because there is so much to know. Yeah. Uh, there is so much to experience and there is so much to learn about crystals because there's so much that we can access through crystal magic. Yeah. Um, trying to think if there's anything else and then I also I, I do a lot of readings so card readings right. and oracle <laughs> readings those types of things um and guided meditations and things like that yeah as well, right? yeah guided yeah. meditations and then I also you know I teach workshops on on chakras and because those are important so your chakras are your seven you actually have significantly more than seven but um we talk most often about your seven major chakras of the energy centers where energy comes in yeah. and out of your body yeah and so starting at the base of your spine right at the bottom there we have your root moving up to just below your belly button is your sacral or your hara mm-hmm. um and then your solar plexus right at the uh meeting junction of your ribs your heart uh in the center your throat, just the base of your throat there, your third eye right between your eyebrows and your crown at the top of your head. Um, and so understanding all of these different uh, sources of, of energy in your body help you to heal your physical body. So all the different physical traumas that we that we deal with, ailments, uh, you know, different cancers, different, I mean, anything, sicknesses, mm-hmm. those are imbalances in our energetic body yeah. that manifest in our physical body. Right. What I often say is our spirit we comes into this body for its life sentence uh-huh. and the vessel is affected by the energy and the energy is affected by the vessel and they work together that's right. why you're in your body right. for your lifetime not being sucked up into the stars as you were afraid <laughs> when you first had your awakening it was real okay? it was so real it was so real i think i've just realized like i am consciousness and now that i know that it's like maybe the experience is over it only lasts like a couple of hours but like i freaked you were not okay that day I was not okay that day you were not I was like and I've actually talked to quite a few people that have had similar experiences since then yeah you know two and a half years later I'm still here (laughs) we think (laughs) yeah maybe we think I yeah I mean it's all an illusion and the matrix all that stuff anyways but uh (laughs) but yeah I just love that like I called you um what a like I want to talk a little bit more about like life activation and things like that but uh, a lot of what I talk about on this podcast is like law of attraction and mindset for business. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering like what, because obviously you're talking a lot about energy, what role does that play for you either personally or what you're helping your clients to do? Or is it not mm. something you bring in a lot oh, in terms God, of like of mindset? Okay, Of course. Yeah. I mean, for sure, for sure. If I'm out of alignment in anything in my life, things fall apart. Right. Um, you know, in any business that I'm involved in or anything that I've done, that's not my own. As soon as things are not lined up, I can see myself caving in yep. the whole world around me. Yep. Um, my energy is very intense. I'm very, very powerful. And I know that I kind of always have known that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have to be very careful about those things. Um, in terms of my uh, of attracting and, and bringing things in, um, yeah, when I am in alignment, 
people and clients and yeah. things find me in, the, yeah. you know, everywhere yeah. at the grocery store, you yeah. know, in line for coffee, like wherever it is, people are finding me and being like, what are you? Right. What do right. you do? How do I access more of this? How do I find whatever the hell you're doing more? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, as soon as I'm in alignment with, with myself, yeah. people are always like, whoa. Yeah. Um, so it helps, you know, for me to, and I, I'm aware if I don't, if I'm not meditating, if I'm not following my daily practices, if I'm not, you know, writing, if I'm not being in myself and, and, and putting in my, <laughs> my binaural beats and, you know, checking in with <laughs> You're like myself, out of alignment because it's been off for 20 minutes. <laughs> something like that. Um, you know, if I'm, if I'm just, you know, if I'm, if I'm, if I spend a day on Netflix and, and zoning out, or if I, you know, go out and I eat like crap or uh-huh. do anything that I know doesn't feel good for my highest self on a consistent basis, you know, if I, especially if I drink, I mean, I, I can't, I can't have uh-huh. alcohol anymore. It just yeah. fucks me so badly. I, mm-hmm. I end up being totally out of alignment for days on yeah. end. Um, but yeah, you know, I have to sort of play the game with myself of like how human can I be and also how divine can I be um, and and sort of realigning myself over and over again so that I can attract the right clients. Because the thing is, yeah. you never want to have people here that aren't willing to do the work. Right. So I have to be really doing the work. Right. And and they're aligned with you wherever you're at. Correct. So you're not aligned, you're getting also other people who are not who you really, really want. Right. In your business. Right. Yeah. Right. Um I love what you said about like people just finding you everywhere because I try to explain that to people who are maybe just more in the mindset of like, what, what do I need to do in my business? Mm -hmm. Right. Or like, Mm -hmm. what about Facebook ads or like these Mm -hmm. six methods of marketing aren't working. So what else am I missing? And I'm like, nothing. There is like, I cannot say this any clearer. You need to go to work on your mindset. You need to go to work on your alignment, your, what you are projecting. And that's going to have clients find you like literally everywhere. Correct. Because here's the thing about being a healer and about being an anything Uh is that everything that I do is like a necessity for the whole world. There are hundreds and thousands of healers in this world, Uh just as there are hundreds and thousands of, you know, uh, Accountants. Right. Accountants, but also, also, you know, um, uh, what are they called? Like coaches and, and and also, you know, physical fitness coaches and all those types of things. Like your, what you do, what you're putting out in the world, if it's coming from your highest good, the world needs it. Yes, absolutely. if, If you're connected with the fact that you are bringing value, that you are valuable, then the people who value will find you whatever you're doing. I'm so glad you brought this up because a big thing of what I've been talking about on this podcast lately, especially with all my clients and in my Mm -hmm. programs is doing a daily mindset practice around acknowledging yourself and get, and basically what that's about is getting sold on yourself, knowing what your value is and just having that in your energy. Like I am worth the money that I am charging. This work is important and the right Mm -hmm. people are going to find me. And if you're not feeling that way, you're probably having a hard time in your business, right? And in your life too, right? I mean, and the thing is whatever is coming up in your business, it's, there is a mirror of it somewhere else in your life, right? Because wherever your blockage is, especially as an entrepreneur, wherever your block is in your business, that is happening someplace else in a major way that you've 
you think you can solve uh-huh. with your business. You're like, well, I'll get so good at this in my business. Right. I'll be so successful. That it won't yeah. even matter yeah. that I don't have any of that in my personal life because... <laughs> oh, that's funny because, uh, yeah, I mean, God, you just like, you are a mirror for me right now, as always, of course, um, <laughs> which I love. But uh, especially just in the last month, like I, in the last two years, have focused so much on my business that... Yeah. There's been like blocks and old stories and triggers in my personal life, especially in like in my romantic life. I yes. know that you know about that, yeah. that I just have not paid attention to yes. or like not just been like, I'll deal with that when I deal with that. Yes. And now I'm at this point where I'm feeling really good in my business, but yeah. I'm still feel like ages behind in my personal life where I get mm. sucked into these old stories. If I put myself out there in any capacity and it has the capability of just completely taking me out of alignment, whereas sure. like nothing like that happens in my business anymore, not for more than a couple of hours. Right. right? So right. I'm like being forced to go back and clean yes. it up because I, there's too big a gap. Well, that, that's what it is. Right? right. I mean, listen, if you, if you don't pull it out from the root, uh-huh. right. The roots will still be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, I wanted to talk about life activation because that's mm-hmm. something that you have done on me and that's something that you do a lot of in your yes. business. And uh, what is it exactly? A life activation. Life activation. Yeah. Um, so basically it's the, it's the blending of our spiritual body and our physical body. Um, it's, it's a multi-step process that takes about an hour um, where we balance out your chakras We balance out the elements of fire, earth, air, and water in your body Mm -hmm. so that you're able to manifest the things around you better. We balance out your magnetic energy, which is what attracts you to people and also repels you from people. So especially as an entrepreneur, that's a good one. But Mm -hmm. even just as a person, to know where your boundaries are is really good. Um, And then we balance out your uh, etheric energy, which is what helps you to pick up on spirit and God. And um, we'll get into what was happening at that time for you in a minute. Um, and then uh, after we balance out your energetic bodies, uh, I take a crystal wand and infuse light into the structure of your DNA and literally light you up from the inside out. Right. Um, and then you get a, a message between nine and 12 different channeled messages that come through me um, that are specific for you. Um, and they're always deeply profound and sort of don't make any sense, but always really, 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 uh, you know, good um, light on, onto some pieces in your life that, that could use some more focus Mm -hmm. and and attention. Yeah. So this is interesting because, so I, Jana did one of these with me about a year ago now, maybe just less. It was like December or something. I was getting ready, maybe November even. Yeah. Cause I was getting ready to go to Italy. I think you were still in your old place. Oh, I was. I left in, in the end of January. Right. Um, and I remember coming in here and saying, will this work if I have resistance around it? Because even even now hearing you say like, we infuse you with light with a crystal rod, I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Chris, um, crystal wand? Crystal yeah. <laughs> Like how you lean to the mic to say that. Yeah. A crystal wand. But it was very interesting because I had a very real physical reaction to the energy work that you were doing. And yeah. I have an episode on this called Resisting the Woo. And just to kind of give you guys a rundown, I essentially fainted. Yes. Not once. Well, almost twice. The second time I was sitting down, so I like held it in. I remember just thinking like, try not to throw up on your floor. And yeah. you weren't like touching me. You were nope. like cleansing my energy. Mm-hmm. And I had such a physical response to it. And yes. I can count on one hand the number of times I have felt that level of nauseous. And uh-huh. I think maybe three or four times in my whole life, I can remember fainting. Wow. Um, and usually it was from like physical exertion in the heat. Yes. So 
two out of four times in my life that I've painted. <laughs> it was during your life activation. <laughs> and yeah, like if it hadn't happened to me, I almost wouldn't have believed it because yeah. so what the first time I was standing up and you were, I had my eyes closed yes. and you were like moving around me and like cleansing so, my yeah, energy. That, that was me. That was me. Um, balancing out your different energy, your energy bodies. Um, And I can't remember exactly at what point, as in which specific energy body we were in. It was either your magnetic or your etheric, uh, because we were at about that time frame in in the process. Uh Um, Both of which are incredibly powerful. A lot of people, when I'm I'm balancing out their magnetic energy, their, their eyes pop open, they, they're they drawn, they move because your magnetic energy is really, really, really powerful. Yep. When you think about, you know, if you look at somebody from across the room or if you feel into somebody's energy from across the room that you don't even know, you can attract that person. That's your magnetic energy, right? Yep. right? And for you, somebody who is super aware of alignment and attraction and the law of attraction, magneticism is powerful to you. I'm thinking about it like all day, every day in terms of like even just getting text messages from people and having people reach out to me. Like I know that it's always a response to my energy. Right. Yeah. Right. And so in that moment, you know, I I imagine that's probably about the time. uh, So it was either that or it was balancing out your etheric energy, which is what helps you to pick up on the energy of spirit and God and universe and all those things, whatever the hell you want to call it. And so that is, I mean, even more powerful, right? I mean, picking up on that universal energy is overwhelming. And yeah, I remember you sort of standing there in one spot and sort of spinning in a circle. I remember saying like, can I lie down? And you were like, not yet, not yet. And I was like, oh, I'm going to lie down. You were like, it is is happening actually. (laughs) Um, And I remember being like, oh Lord, what do I even do now? Like, do I stop? Do I continue? And I was like, you know, when when, when I went to school for this, when I was in the academy, they were like, even if the world is ending, like nothing can stop the life activation. And I was like, all right. I got to um, throw up all over your that's apartment. Right. That might stop it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll pause um, it, but it's yeah. not going to stop yeah, it. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't stop. I, and I didn't like, bl- like I blacked out, but for like a second. Yes. And then, and that's always what I've experienced yeah. whenever I've been nauseous to that point. Sure. Or fainting or whatever. Sure. Um, and then, and I was just like really hot. I had like spotty vision for, mm-hmm. and I had to just like lay there on your floor. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, and then we sort of picked you back up we finished what what I was doing and then you sat down and midway through um me uh infusing light into your into your DNA same thing you were like I was like, you know, when your like mouth gets watery because you're trying not to throw up, you know, yes. like before it was yes. that. And I was like, oh my God, I like, it was, I was so stressed out because I didn't want, and it was just, I was so like confronted by the whole thing because yeah. you'd never touched me nope. or anything like that. Yeah. I had been feeling great. Yeah. Um, it's very unusual for me. Yeah. And it's it was a, just. It's a proof that, that yeah. energy work is real, well, you know, and, I, and, and it's, it's not, it's not Reiki where you're just yeah. kind of moving a little bit of energy from me right. to you. I'm actually moving the things in your energy body and right. your metaphysics, moving them in such a way that you're just feeling physically right. overwhelmed by them. Well, and it's funny because I obviously believe in it to such an extent that I've built a whole life around it. Right. And it was just interesting to see it on that physical level. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. So I don't know. It was So like you were, you were like cleansing. Like I remember you were sort of like raking your hands through the air around me and then like yes. moving yes. whatever you were 
pulling away. So if you want to know yeah, what I was yeah. doing, I was I was brushing out your etheric energy. So okay. your etheric energy comes from our bodies uh, like strands of hair. Uh-huh. Very, 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 very thin and very, very um, uh, uh, easily tangled, but also you have to be very careful, right? You can't yank at your hair, you'll pull it out. Okay. And so what I was doing was brushing out the etheric energy, uh-huh. which... Yeah, what was happening? No, I've heard of like energetic strings, essentially yes. that that are part of your aura. Correct. That, so that was what Correct. you were doing. Yes. So interesting. And what are some of like the results that people see? From- oh my god, I, I can't even begin to tell you. I've had people. I mean, personally, I I'll start with me because I'm the reason that I started this whole yeah. process. Um, I always say that it was like as if I was able to tune into how unkind I was to myself and turn the radio dial of that lower, 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 lower off. And my suicidal thoughts stopped, my unkind thoughts to myself stopped, my judgmental thoughts stopped, and all of a sudden I was able to like actually plug in loving thoughts, kind thoughts, self-empowering thoughts to the point that I'm reached where I'm at now. Um, In terms of my clients, I've had clients give up eating disorders. I've had clients take on whole new uh, worlds for themselves, quit jobs that don't work for them, stand up to partners, leave relationships. I mean, do things that just are really for their highest good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had clients start whole businesses on things like this. <laughs> um, you know, just yeah, really a, a whole bunch of different results. The thing is like everybody's journey is different, right? Yeah. So everybody's results are going to be different because they're coming from different places, going to different places. But the thing about being lit up from the inside is that life seems a lot easier to manage. Mm. So you you have a lighter perspective on yeah. things. Um, yeah. And so the things that once felt heavy no longer do. I have a couple clients who stopped drinking completely because they realized how um, negative it was in their life. Um, you know, there's, there's a whole variety of results, um, from the life activation and also from crystal healings and, and from aura healings, like lots of things shift as soon as you're willing to receive Mm. the good. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, I think that's trust. It's flow. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any services that you offer people online? Yeah, I do online readings. Um, so I do card readings. They, um, they're always equally profound to mm-hmm. pretty much everything else that I do. Yeah. Um, and they really often, I mean, spirit works through me in such a way that, I mean, you already know this, yeah. but um, I don't, I don't dick around. I don't, yeah. I don't beat around the bush about what yeah. the truth is, which yeah. is why my woo woo ness is, is sort of accessible to people. Right. Um, because I really it's like real world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Cause I'm yeah. not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what spirit tells me to say. And right. often they take things quite seriously too. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's often like a, a pretty interesting game to play. So yeah, I do online readings and I, and those are, you know, usually about an hour. Mm. Amazing. So um, I will link all that below. And in our last sort of 10 minutes here, I wanted to have you kind of walk me through and I don't know what this looks like exactly. I just came up with the topic um, that I thought of something that I want to let go of. And for me, that is fear of rejection. And um, this used to show up a lot more for me in my business or like any amount of putting myself out there. Um, brought up resistance for me. Whereas now in my business, it's, I really don't experience that nearly as much. However, in my personal life, there is a ton of fear of rejection still. Like something I really resist is putting myself out there and risking it not being 
received. So I don't know if you have, I just feel like this is something that's really, really common for people, especially given that business these days is done online and it's done in front of everyone that you know, whether they're interested in your business or not. Right. Um, <laughs> and it requires you to put yourself out there and like you have to confront. That's why it's quite difficult to, not difficult, but well, no, it is difficult to work through. You got to heal all this shit, right? Definitely. You got to be okay. You got to be complete with yourself to put yourself out there and not risk that rejection. So it is right. something I still am working through more in my personal life that right. I'm being forced to confront right now. Right. Um, and I just feel like it's something that everyone deals with in like, not just in the beginning, but throughout mm-hmm. their business. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you're hearing there or like if this is Quite, yeah. a, a bit, a bit. I, I, I pulled a deck. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But first of all, what I'm really understanding is like in terms of fear of rejection, um, you know, one of the things that I often, talk about when, when people bring this up to me, they're like, Oh yeah, I'm afraid of, of hearing no or whatever. Um, my first question is always like, well, what is the worst that would happen? Yeah. Yeah. And like, when I hear that, I think like, let's say it's like in a dating scenario where I have emotions invested, the worst case scenario of them being like, well, it's not mutual or I, I don't feel the same way is actually pretty substantial to me in terms of the stories. Mm. It's not the rejection itself. It's Mm. the stories that then my ego dives in like past, you know, you're, he's not attracted to you. You're not good enough. You're like too, I don't know, like just all these different stories that I have about myself that are from like long, long ago. And I have mostly let go of until something triggers them. And then that can really pull me into like days of just self-loathing, which is so not who I am on a day-to-day basis anymore that it's like, I don't even want to risk it. Uh huh. Right. Yes. Right. So the worst case scenario is like, he just says, no, like not the end of the world. Sure. Emotionally, I don't even want to go there. Right. Because his no is the yes three hundred no's exactly exactly that. exactly uh-huh. um interesting yeah I mean so I mean a lot of what I'm understanding in that is that really you're not so much afraid of his rejection as much as you are afraid of uh, retelling a story yeah retelling a story it's it's more like reaffirming affirming like old ways of feeling about myself that I have worked hard to overcome Mm -hmm. um so it's not about the individual person at all right it's almost more like my relationship with myself that I've worked so hard on and it in that one area is fragile Uh uh-huh well I mean like that's what it is right I mean we were saying earlier before we started recording about how like yeah you know you work on it in all the different or maybe we're saying it earlier in this recording I don't remember yeah we were yeah um you know about how we work on the things that are controllable but we avoid the thing that is not yes Um, yes yes right and so in a relationship yeah there's another human being involved that affects what's happening um and it seems as if the the trigger um is coming from a root that hasn't yet been managed Mm. um and so (sighs) Let's see what the cards have to say. Okay, cool. <laughs> I like this because I just feel like it's very real. It's not something I've ever done on the yeah. podcast before. And I think it's something that uh, people can relate to. And I haven't really brought like a lot of my personal life onto the podcast, nor do I intend to like dive into no. too much about it. But no. Um, no, I just think this is like something kind of fun and fresh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, as you're, you know, we we tend to avoid the hard thing. Yeah. Right, we tend to avoid the thing that's going to cause us pain and suffering yes. and you know tears and you know if we know that something is very vulnerable or whatever, um, it's really easy to be like, no, I'm going 
are just not with that. Yeah. But thank you. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm kind of just at the point where like it is something that I want for myself in the future. And so I'm right. being, like really forced to look at it. And it's a good thing. I'm learning so, so much and finally just opening myself up to it. Right. Um, and this is just like I've been really confronted, especially in the last like just couple of weeks with like this old story and just seeing how much it has impacted uh-huh. my life and how much it's still when I get sucked into that place of anxiety with it, it's like a deep, dark hole. That, like, mm-hmm. And then I'm like trying to, you know, scrounge my way out and I'm journaling and I'm doing all these things and like you know yeah the fury it becomes real for you yeah it's like all the passion that you put towards your business is actually this like incredibly intense deep fear Mm. um yes especially in the less now but especially in the beginning it was like this thing that I was I was actually really attached to my success um from a a personal and emotional standpoint of like once I have this success I will be good enough like Mm -hmm. everything that I did in my life came from this lack of who Mm -hmm. I felt I was I have healed so much of that now and I just see my success as being like something that I've done for myself that allows me to have an impact on other people and it feels fun it feels like so like worlds apart from where I was but in the beginning yeah yeah yeah. and like lots of work has gone into that but in the beginning I was like I need to make this successful because then you know, it will say something about me, mm-hmm. right? Which, by the way, you never get there if you're approaching it externally. Right, right. And also, it's not even true. Right, exactly, right? exactly. So, yeah. All oh, right, we're pulling cards yeah. here. How many? Just one? Let's do three. Three, okay. One, just because I know you guys can't see us. Two, three. Oops, I turned one over. It's okay. <laughs> that matters. <laughs> You're still allowed to play the game. Okay. <laughs> All right. So your first card says it's number 39. Aren't they beautiful? You can. They are beautiful. Out. Aren't they pretty? They're like one of my favorite ones. They're just really like beautiful sort of like holographic mm-hmm. images. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. No real anything to right. them, but everything to them. Right. So this card says resolution. Mm. Life is like a puzzle and we put the pieces together in a way that fits for us. <laughs> it's not resonating, Jenna. <laughs> Until now, your puzzle hasn't seemed to fit together in a way that has made sense. What seems out of harmony will begin to feel balanced. Even though some things feel like they just won't work, shifts and adjustments are happening now. Mm. You will find that things will start to fall into place and that everything will fit together perfectly in your life. Love it. I feel like I've been on that journey for especially the last couple of months, but it's like really coming to this head right now where mm-hmm. it's like, I, I, and I have this desire for balance where I used to just have a desire for success in business. I didn't really care about anything else to be honest. Right. right <laughs> Whereas right. now I'm like, cool success. Yeah. Like I like being able to make money and love what I'm doing and I'd like to feel good and I want to be happy in the now and that involves mm-hmm. balance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And having fulfillment in relationships, right? right? Feeling yes, definitely. Self-assured. Yeah. Um, So your next card is number 25, um, and it says cellular healing. Each cell within our body is a unique individual organism, and each cell has memory. You have drawn this card because there are changes taking place on the cellular level. The vibrant green energy surrounding the cell in the image denotes healing, either of a physical or energetic Mm. nature. If it is on an energetic level, the healing energy moving through you is helping to release old cellular memories that your body is holding. On the physical level, you can expect to feel more energized and renewed as your body returns to its natural state of health. 
Mm, that's really interesting because over the last month, what I've focused on um, more, I did a whole thing called Mind Magic. The podcast listeners know about it, where you focus on an area of your life that you would like to shift the story around. And mm-hmm. mine has been healing my body of joint pain that I've struggled with for the last like seven years. Mm. Um, and it has had a significant impact. And that came out of like, I have to find balance. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's just interesting to see cool. that mirrored back. Yep. Cool. Cards never lie, man. You pick them, not me. <laughs> Um, and your last card is number 32 and it says nectar of life. This is actually one of my favorite cards. You work so hard and you are definitely to be commended for your efforts. This card is asking you to slow down a little bit and enjoy the simple things in life. Spend some quality time with family and friends, take time to embrace life and do some of the things you honestly enjoy. Focus your energy on activities and things that bring you true pleasure. Taste the sweetness of life. Feel empowered to pollinate and fertilize your dreams. Mm. So specifically in relationships, this is like a good reminder that if you want to enjoy it, you have to actually take the nectar from it. You have to like really spend time cultivating it, Mm. not just trying to be with it and then cope with it between. Right. Time and time. Make it a priority. Yeah. Make it a priority, but also to really like, not only be a priority, but to really like enjoy it, to enjoy the, the like little bits, the moments together, the, you know, the, the times where you don't feel that distressed feeling to really focus on those things. Right. We know right. that when we focus on things, they grow. Yes. You do know that? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm aware. You actually. are. Get <laughs> Just a little bit. Get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, really, really allow yourself to focus on those pieces the good the good parts so that they can continue to manifest so that every time you focus on them more and more and more of them come your way because you know a lot of um what what was coming through as I was reading that card um was really just that like you're good at slowing down and and enjoying your time with your family and your friends you're you're quite Mm -hmm. good at that um, but I think in relationships, in, in feeling the trust and feeling the, the same um, value and worthiness, um, you know, that exists now in your family life and in your professional life because you've learned how to take that space and that time to really, really, truly like drink in the good parts, mm. the nectar of it yeah. all. Um, and I think you're only just now learning how to do that in relationships. So yes. really start to focus on where the nectar is in those relationships. That's so interesting that you say that because recently especially like in looking at these old stories that I had in regards to like past relationships and people's people I dated and things like that I realized like I would I would look for almost evidence of the story Mm -hmm. of he's gonna reject me Uh right and then I would focus on it with such intent that that's exactly what would happen in some way or another whether or not I was perceiving it that way or whatever um and just in the last like yeah a couple of months of doing this work realizing like whatever it is that you focus on in other people is what you draw out of them. That's right. Right. Every, every relationship is a mirror. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so just looking for everyone in my life for the good things Mm -hmm. that I appreciate in them and how quickly that has changed some of the big relationships in my life. Yes. um, So I just think, and, and realizing like, this is what I need to, for me, work on cultivating my mindset where I don't drown in the old stories. Once they get triggered, I can turn them around without letting it spiral downward to the point where I'm just, like and then you start and I'm sure people on like listening to this can understand when you are monitoring your thoughts and you're aware of the fact that your thoughts attract it almost becomes this thing where you're like obsessively trying to change the negative thoughts right so then you're like hurt on yourself because I'm like 
he's gonna do this or he's thinking this or mm-hmm. this is happening mm-hmm. whatever right um and then you get all stressed out about the fact that you need to switch that or else it's gonna manifest for yes. you yes <laughs> yes yes and that's where um that's where healing comes in right right because then you find softness you find light exactly uh you find the ability to be like okay me being hard on myself about this is not gonna a change the story or b make my life any better right and so you know what what really needs to happen in those moments is you need to find the space to say okay I'm definitely obsessing in a negative way right now I love myself I'm sorry you know, that I'm, that I'm being this way and, and I want to, I just, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself enough that you can shift it, you know, and that's such a foreign concept for so many people to be able to. And it takes some practice too, right? It takes a ton of practice. Um, Like anything, any shift in your mindset or way of thinking comes with repetition. And so even me just having, being able to do something like open October and trust that the money is going to come even yeah. when I don't know where from, like that yeah. took me a year and a half to get to that point right. to have the trust and right. to actually feel it. Right. So right. the same thing with like self-love or letting go of these old stories, you got to practice. Yeah. I mean, when, when I was in treatment, we used to say, you know, how long did it take you to develop this eating disorder? And then how long, you know, you have to understand that it, it's going to, it doesn't take five weeks, six weeks, five months right. to heal it. it uh-huh. You know, it, takes time. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, you know, nothing, no healing happens overnight. And if you're looking for a quick fix in your business or in your personal life, there is no such thing. There is no, you know, correct algorithm for Facebook that gets you all the right targets (laughs) to get you all the right people for your business, just as there is no aha moment that Uh turns it off for you that you're never going to be unkind to yourself. But being conscientious, like, oh my gosh, I'm being unkind to myself. And then, you know, the more you, you sort of pause on that thought and realize, oh, I'm having that kind of thought. I'm being unkind to myself. The more that you're able to actually take a moment and breathe and then be like, I don't want to think that thought Mm -hmm. and not just pause it, but then stop it. And then once you learn to stop it, you can actually throw in a positive thought. Like, I, you know, I was being unkind and actually I really love myself, Yeah, you know, and then at some point you find yourself not even needing to stop the negative thoughts as much and the positive thoughts sort of grow even quicker. And I think what I really like is your approach from a very like compassionate place and a, and a, yeah, just a place rooted in self-love from the very beginning because I kind of give people like tools mm-hmm. of like, and practices, but they're almost, they're like, what's the word? Like utilitarian, like yes. very like do this, 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 whereas yes. you are come from this place of flow and um, just ease and self-compassion when it comes yes. to these practices. Yes. And, and that's going to speak to different people. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, you know, for me, I, boundaries were something that that I learned a really long time ago, uh, in my healing journey. And I realized that in understanding what was for me to do, how I needed to do it was the most important thing, right? No matter how it was affecting the people around me. And, um, as soon as I learned how to do that, everything around that became easier and easier and easier and easier. And it taught me that the only thing that really matters is self-love because ultimately at the end of the day, like you're alone in your coffin, right? (laughs) 
like you die alone. Yeah. Um, and the whole life that you live, nobody's with you every minute of yeah. every day. Not yeah. a partner, not a parent, not a child, nobody. Um, and if you don't feel good within yourself, then yeah. there's really nothing worth living yeah. for. Yeah. Um, and you know, as somebody who tried to take her own life a number of times, the only way for me to get to a place where I could actually enjoy my life was to really focus on well right. what brings me joy right right inwardly um, inwardly yeah, yeah because anything outwardly is not gonna it, like it only adds to the happiness if the happiness is already there correct right correct amazing well Jenna, where can people find you online um, you can find me on uh, on social media that's usually the best way to get me mm-hmm. so on instagram it's at Jana Stern Healer. And on Facebook, same thing, Jana Stern Healer. Um, and then, you know, email. You can always send me an email. Jana do you have a website? Stern. I do, janastern.com. Awesome. Yeah. I will link all of that down below. Yay. So thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. Like, I feel like this was a different episode for The Aligned Entrepreneur, which I oh, freaking love. love. So um... <laughs> Yay, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. Yeah, it was super fun. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Jana. And you we'll are. talk to you soon. Okay, great. Bye. 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 Thank you.